This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick. So you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and says, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. I already know a lot of y'all gonna hit me after this episode, man. I ain't gonna waste no time after this episode. Like, I already know I'm taking a week off because a lot of y'all gonna drag me, man. Y'all gonna drag me even though for 41 episodes, I have come out in support of black women. I love black women. I repeat, I love me some black women. But what I do not like is the narrative being pushed right now that black men hate black women. Black men do not protect black women when we all play a part in the silence of black women. We all play a part. Now, for this episode, I have no notes, so I may say some things that I maybe could have said differently, but I have no notes for this entire episode. I'm going straight off the top this entire episode. This is the first episode where I haven't planned nothing. Now I have no notes. I knew what I wanted to talk about, so I'm here. But this whole notion, you know, especially now, based off of um, the Meg the Stallion situation, that black men don't support black women, black men don't protect black women, that is a lie. I'm going to say it again. That is a lie. Now, speaking strictly for Meg the Stallion situation, right? Black men support black women. We do. Now, people say that we don't because major celebrities don't come out and voice the support of black women the way they should. But black celebrities, black powerful men, they don't speak for me. They don't speak for the other good black brothers in society who support black women. Because what people do when they come on social media is they base their whole perception off of black men based off of a um, powerful celebrity black men. Like, for example, right? It could be like, let me, who's a black celebrity man that people love? Let me see. Like, for example, Michael B. Jordan. We all love Michael B. Jordan. But when Michael B. Jordan got caught dating, dating a white woman, what did all the comments say? I told you, black men don't love us. Yo, because a celebrity man, a guy that's powerful, I don't care if it's 50 Cent, Rick Ross, T.I., Drake, Tyrese, whoever, if they date somebody white, they don't speak for everybody in society, but the fact that social media is so connected, people just, they throw everybody in a bunch. It's like when you see like a quote unquote black woman online being ghetto or doing something crazy. She don't speak for every black woman in the world, but that is what people do. They generalize. Because so many men out here support black women. Now, speaking for Meg Thee Stallion situation, now the other day on Instagram, I said, I said this and I mean this. 
There are plenty black men out here that support black women. But first, in some situations, black women have to protect themselves first. Especially, again, I'm speaking only for Meg the Stallion's situation since her situation is what spewed this whole narrative, again, that black men do not protect black women. Now, when you look at social media, like a black man cannot protect you from perfection. Because when Meg or even told, well, speaking for Meg, when Meg posted like every time a picture or a video came out of her with Tory Lanez, it was one of them smiling. Oh, they look so perfect. Oh, look at them laugh. They look, they look so great together. Like that is all they posted. Now, again, I'm a man, so I can't speak for women, but I can speak on what I see. And anyone out there who is listening right now, if you listen with an open mind, about 90% of women's relationships are perfect. If you look at if you look at it from the outside looking in based on what we see on social media. Everything is perfect. A man cannot protect you from perfect from perfection. If every time Meg Thee Stallion comes online and she posts her or Tori or posts cute videos or she's in his, you know, Behind the scenes in his quarantine radio, which popped off during the whole quarantine season, and you guys are laughing, smiling, joking, we can't protect you from perfection because there's nothing to protect you from, from the outside looking in because everything looks great. Now, if you're going to post the real, the real shit and you say, yo, man, I don't know why he keep, you know, verbally abusing me, then... I can understand you not being protected because you have come out and let us know something is wrong. So now you need, you know, support and protection. And that's my issue. And I have been saying that for 41 episodes, even going back to the relationship episodes. If things are not perfect in your relationship or with your fuck buddy or whatever you want to call this person, Stop coming online and pretending as if you have the greatest person in the world when behind closed doors you are hurt and you you are damaged. Again, I said on Instagram last week at Lunchroom Chatterpod that, again, I am not victim blaming, but a lot of you guys who listen to this podcast I know some of y'all are sensitive and y'all have this agenda y'all want to push. Y'all going to avoid everything I am saying and twist it to make a point. And I understand that. Because they did it with Mario. They did it with Michael B. Jordan. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. All I'm saying is that I, I lost my point. I forgot. What was I saying now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, we cannot protect you from perfection. Like many women have come out in the past and publicly stated that Tory Lanez is aggressive. He's abusive. Again, I am not victim shaming, but this goes into my whole point that sometimes you have to protect yourself before other men and women can protect you. Like I love black women, but like black women, like y'all already have a hard time as is. Like, like it pains me and it hurts. Like it hurts me so much. Like when I see stories on the news of black woman, you know, a black teen or a black girl gone missing and the police do not take it seriously. 
Like black women already have to compete and go up against law enforcement. Like there are so many stories I see weekly where, you know, oh, young black woman gone missing and the police take about four to five days before they even go search for this woman. Knowing damn well by then she can like she probably already dead or if she's not, she will be soon by the time you guys even take the effort to look for her. But then when it's a white woman, oh, you know, 20, 21 year old Susan Pete gone missing. Police is out there in 20 seconds. Oh, where she at? Let's go look now. We, we need the whole what's the little Amber Alert team? Let's get them going. That's all I'm saying, man. Like we already have to go against law enforcement. So when it comes to black men and women, we have to protect and support and not silence one another. That even goes back to the R. Kelly situation. I remember being in middle school and we had 14 and 15 year old girls coming out. You know, R. Kelly, you know, he he molested me. He, he raped me. He did this. He did that. And it was black men and women telling those girls to shut up for two decades Oh, R. Kelly ain't do this to you. I don't know what you're talking about. R. Kelly didn't do this. this. That's one of my favorite singers. You lying. Stop lying on that man. That is what black men and women said. That is contributing towards the silence of black women. It was only over two decades later when his career was not hot anymore. That is when people started to believe them girls. But can you imagine all those black girls being silenced for two decades simply because that was your favorite artist? Simply because that man's career was hot. So anyone who came out and accused him of doing anything, they a hater. They just want to see him fall. Black men and women contributed towards the silence of black women. And that hurt me for two decades. And this was like when I was about maybe 13 or 14 years old. And I'm watching TV like, yo, like why, why is everybody telling these black women to shut up? These were teen girls or they make up excuses like, oh, but you knew you was going over there to have sex. Do it matter? That is a grown man. Like a grown man has a responsibility, especially when it comes to young girls. I don't care if a grown man is home alone and three girls go to his house and they all the age of 15. He has a responsibility to respect and protect those women. So the fact that a, a lot of women loved R. Kelly because, you know, he's he's a very talented individual. Again, I am not blaming women. All I'm saying is that we are all guilty myself included we are all guilty towards the silence of black women but that is something we don't want like we don't want to speak on that because then we have to accept our own fault into this matter it's not just black men but i understand saying it's only black men it makes people feel better about themselves but black women have contributed towards the silence of black women also and you guys can deny and say, oh, that's not true. All we got to do, we got to accept it and move on. But let me play some of what Meg Thee Stallion said. Because I'm going to try not to break it down word for word. Again, I have no notes this entire episode. I'm speaking straight off the top. So I'm going to try and break this down as much as I can. 
I don't got my notes. I don't got my my bullet points. But we we gonna make it work. This is what Meg said. It ain't like a oh let me go run and tell my business to the mo- internet. Let me go run and tell my doing. business to the police. Like you know what I'm saying? I ain't never been that type of person. Like, but I'm not gonna let y'all keep playing in my face, and I'm not gonna let this plan in my face either. So. Since y'all hold so worried about it, yes, this Corey shot me. You shot me. And you- so let's pause right there. Meg Thee Stallion has finally came out and said Tory Lanez was the one that shot. Now we all knew that. And again, on Instagram, a lot of people had an issue with what I said because I called her stupid. She's not dumb because she is the victim. Meg the Stallion is the victim 100%. I don't care if she had smacked Tory Lanez in the head first. She should not have been shot. She is 100% the victim because that is the part a lot of you guys are going to leave out when y'all have an issue with what I say. Meg the Stallion is 100% the victim. But why come online with this information? You are only hurting yourself. Like, I want to see Tory Lanez go to jail. I would love to see Tory Lanez go to jail for a a year, two years, three years, even five. I don't care. I want to see him in jail. I don't want to see Tory Lanez, you know, become guilty in the court of public opinion, but serve no jail time because Meg Thee Stallion messed up her own case. She already said throughout the course of these videos, you know, I didn't see who shot me. I had my back turned. So you are already giving his lawyers something to go off of. That is why you do not come to social media with this information. You can't because at the end of the day, yes, you are proved. Oh, I'm proving the haters wrong. I told you I was telling the truth, but you are hurting yourself. And that is why I said, Like in a lot of situations, a woman has a duty to protect herself first before she can be protected, you know, by other men and women. Like what, like going to social media, telling social media, look, I'm tired of y'all hoes playing with me. Yes, Tori shot me. What does that do? Yes, it makes you more believable in the public eye. But we can't do nothing for you. I understand that you are black. I understand I am black. I understand the notion that we have of do not go to the police or else you will be labeled a snitch. But in this situation, that goes out of the window. You are a victim. You have been shot twice in the foot. You have no duty to protect Tory anymore. Now, one thing I do understand based on what she said, you know, in the moment, like I didn't tell the police nothing because the like at the time of the incident, the police, they came up, they had their guns out and I did not want another black man to be shot dead in this situation. She's speaking about Tory Lanez because there was a gun in the car. So the day of I understand, but this situation happened over 35 days ago. Like after that initial day, go to the police, you will not be canceled. Like, because trolls go under your comments and say, oh, you a snitch because you said Tory shot you. Who cares? Like, that is what celebrities do not realize. Like, when you are powerful, when you are talented, you will never be canceled 
especially when you do nothing wrong. Like everybody can have an issue with Meg the Stallion, you know, in regards to her, you know, making sex such a huge thing or twerking, but she is the victim here. The only people that will be mad, the people that's going to say, oh, I'm not going to support Megan no more because she went to the police. Those are the people that wasn't supporting your ass anyway. All the fans, the people that actually support you and fully love you, they're not going to stop supporting you because you went and you told the police that you were shot. And that is my issue also. Ladies, when a woman, I'm like, when a man shows you, look, you ain't shit. I don't give a damn about you. You don't mean nothing to me. Loyalty is off. There's no more loyalty. Again, I understand in the moment what she said, because of course, this man showed you he didn't care about you when he shot you. But you still don't want to see him dead. But it's been over 30 days since then. The only way to get justice in this case is to go to the police and tell them Everything like when you tell social media, it does nothing. You are hurting your own case. Like Tory Lanez is not somebody who's going to go in there with a with a bum ass lawyer. So when Meg Thee Stallion goes online and speaks on her case without telling the police first, because keep it real, if Meg Thee Stallion had went to the police and told them word for word what happened, Tory Lanez would be in jail right now. He would not be free. Tory Lanez is black. That's a black man. If Meg Thee Stallion had went in there with her best friend who was a witness in the car and let them know word for word what happened, Tory Lanez would be in jail right now. But she is so concerned with the public opinion. Like she's, she's battling the public instead of helping herself. Now, I don't know who's on her team. Again, Meg is grown. So she can just tell her team to shut the fuck up and do what she wants because she's the grown woman. But you are hurting yourself. Like, I, I don't know about y'all. Like, I don't want to see Tory Lanez get, you know, become guilty in the public opinion because that's going to do nothing. People are still going to support Tory. The only way to make Tory, to make his ass fade away is to put him in jail. And if any woman have an issue with what I'm saying because I want Tory in jail... Then you have to look and just look at your own, look at yourself. I want Tory in jail. I don't want him guilty in the public opinion, and but still free and all charges dropped. And then boom, when he released a new hot sound, like a, a new hot single featuring Drake or somebody we know and love, then boom, oh, we all love Tory again. We forgive you. Like y'all know how this shit goes on social on social media. You know, we hate people. We cancel them until they drop a new song that we love. And everybody out there complaining about, you know, black men don't support black women. Black men push a narrative. Unfollow the shade room. Why does the shade room have 20 million fucking followers? Why? When there's so many pages on Instagram that uplift and show black love, black men and women loving each other, that show black teens and black youth doing such great Things in the community But they never get no They, they don't get no followers They got about 10,000 Maybe 50,000 followers But then you got pages like the Shade Room That contribute to a negative Image of black men Especially black women The Shade Room Help pushes a, they, they help push a narrative that show black women As 
ghetto as baby mamas. This is a narrative that the shade room helps portray. Yet the majority of the women I follow followed the shade room. Like you choose the content you see. Like if you want to see black women being loved and uplifted and plenty of black men loving on black women, then unfollow toxic pages that only gain followers and grow based off of negative stereotypes of black people. That is why I do not follow the shade room. I do not follow baller alert. I don't follow them. Now baller alert has done a great job recently with, you know, having a positive impact on the black community and that I support them for, but the shade room, that's one of the most toxic pages on, on like the fucking internet, man. Let's get back to what Meg was saying. Come on, hit this. I never hit you. Mother was like, oh, she mad because he's Kylie. No, I wasn't. Go to the police, like, Megan. No, I wasn't. Like, go to the police. You dry shot me. Like, and you are hurting your case. Go to the police. Everybody in the car. Me, you, my homegirl, and your security. Let me pause that. Look, that's the issue I have with the quote-unquote new era. Like, she is hurting herself, man. Like, like I, I want so bad for her to go to the police and put this, put this motherfucker in jail, man. Like, woman. Again, I know I can't speak on women, but I can speak on what I see and what I have experienced in my 31 years of life. When you date a guy and that, and that guy treats you great, I can understand having loyalty towards that man and protecting that man. But when a guy shows you time after time, look, you ain't shit. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Loyalty is off. Like black women are so strong. Black women are so powerful. Black women are so important and valuable in our society, at least to me. To where. If a guy's not treating you right. Leave. Like, don't give a black man a pass only bec like because he's powerful or because he did something wrong to you. And I'm speaking right now. Forget Megan for this quick second. I'm speaking about regular women in general. If you are out there and you are in a regular relationship and a guy lets you know, look, I'm look, I'm going to cheat on you. I'm a I'm going to make you feel down about yourself. I'm going to bring down your self-esteem. It is time to walk away because as a black woman, you are too great of a woman to even be in that situation. So like I've said many times before, when a guy shows you you ain't shit, when a guy shows you through his actions that he don't care about you, it's time to go. Like, it is time to leave. Like, do not let your, your worth and your value be diminished because the guy don't care about you. Like, I'm sure, I'm very, very sure that is not Tory Lane's first time showing aggression towards Megan. Like, a man does not just become perfect and then, boom, the gun comes out. He's shown his aggression before. Like when a man, now, if it's like, now couples argue. But when a man is verbally abusive or he's hostile or he talks to you in a certain kind of way, 
to where you know, yo, nah, no man should be talking to me like this. Like, women know, like, when a guy goes too far. Like, even during an argument, a guy may say some things or, you know, like, he might he, he may say things to where you know, look, this nigga went too far. It is time to leave because those are signs. Again, I am not victim shaming. All I'm saying is that when situations like that happen in relationships, the public, we don't know. Like my sister, who's, I believe she's 24 now. Like if she was to go and date somebody, right? And I ask her, you know, oh, you know, so how's the relationship between you and -and so-and-so? Or I check on Instagram and she tells me, oh, it's perfect. Everything is going great. And then one day she get a ass beat or she gets shot. Like it can't be said, oh, you didn't protect your sister. Like how am I going to protect somebody from perfection? That is why for years I have been so keen on if you are in a bad relationship, if your God does not treat you right, then come out and say it. So that way, those who love and actually care about you can protect you. It even goes back to to Mario. Mario came out the other day in support of um, Meg Thee Stallion and he got dragged. Like, I don't know why, but they drug him so bad to where he had to come out and release another statement. This is what Mario said. He said, this Meg the Stallion and Tory Lane situation got me in awe. Sad as fuck. Knowing Tory Lane's personally, this shit is crazy to me. Black men, we got to learn how to control our ego, anger, and etc. At some point, the switch got to turn off. Protect black women. Heal black men. Love and respect each other. And he got dragged in the comments. That's my issue too. Like we can't say we want, oh, we want more celebrity black men to speak out. But then when they speak out, oh no, not you, not you. You the wrong black man. Michael B. Jordan spoke out as well. In all the comments, oh, but you date white woman. Nope, we don't want you to speak. Like we can't, we can't pick and choose. And I, I, I believe Mario said something that I can 100% identify with. Let me play out what he said in response to being dragged because he spoke out. Let me play this is what he said. Y'all got to be the most ignorant types of people. They are ignorant. I think, I think ignorance needs to be its own currency because, yeah, a lot of people getting rich off your ignorance, man. Like, it's crazy. If you don't understand... My statement, when I say I'm in awe of this situation because I know someone personally that's involved and I'm in awe because of how up it is and to protect black women and to heal black men. Like, there's no size being taken. I don't need to take... Even if he comes out and says, yo, I did this, I did... Yeah, well, my statement's still going to be the same. It doesn't change the fact that the overall the situation's... And Meg, we send you love. We we send you healing energy. Like to come out to say and to speak about a situation where she didn't have to say, but she felt like she was being judged. Like the fact that people just they gonna twist the it. The internet is a mother. That y'all literally make people scared to speak their truth, man. When some of y'all, hundred percent agree. It's like as a black man, someone outspoken like myself, and I can't even imagine being a celebrity. It's like it's impossible to speak. Y'all remember when Nipsey Hussle died and. I believe it was Schoolboy Q. You know, back when Nipsey died, every celebrity was posting, you know, R.I.P. Nipsey, we're going to miss you. 
And and then people went to Schoolboy Q's page and was like, yo, Nipsey died. You didn't post nothing. Don't you love Nipsey? Nipsey dead. You're not gonna speak about Nipsey be, about Nipsey dying? You ain't a real friend. And he and he replied, yo, Nipsey was my friend in real life, not on social media. Like I'm hurting, I'm dealing with this pain every day. You guys will only be mad about it until you forget about it. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I need something to drink. Again, I'm going straight through. I got no notes. I'm going off the top. If some of you guys hate me after this episode, it is what it is. That's why it's called jumping off the ledge. Those who still love me and support me, you guys can pull me back in off the ledge. Those who hate me after this episode, you guys can push me off. I'm taking a quick break. John A. Schultz. Okay, no more applause. Look, I told y'all, man, I'm on a mission this episode, man. I'm trying to get to the shit. But again, <clears throat> where the fuck was I at? Oh, yeah. Again, like, we play a part, celebrity-wise, into who we make famous. Like, stop uplifting and making celebrities massively powerful when they play a part in silencing black women. Drake is one of the biggest celebrities in the world. But when does he ever speak out on real-life issues? Because he is too busy protecting his business interest. Black men are killed daily, even in their own society or at the hands of the police. When does Drake ever come out and passionately speak on anything? Black women are killed, beat, kidnapped daily, weekly. When does Drake ever speak out on anything because he is too busy protecting his business interest. Chris Brown is loved in the black community by men and women. This is someone who abused a woman that we know and love Rihanna. This is someone who's threatened women on Instagram where we all can see it. He's commented threats on Instagram. <coughs> On women's pages He stalked a woman On Instagram Where we all can see it Yet he is still loved by women Like stop uplifting these assholes And these men Who clearly have an agenda And they let it be known That they don't give a shit about black women We choose who we make famous Like famous people don't They don't get to decide I'm famous now. The public makes them famous. The public's like the public plays a massive part into why some people rise and become powerful figures and begin to have voices, which they then misuse. Like Kanye West right now is doing some dumb shit. So when he posts videos, when he releases music, like, I understand his fan base is not all black, but black people stop supporting that bullshit. That plays a part into why their views and their numbers be so high, which contributes to them doing stupid shit. I don't speak on him, but even going back to um, Takashi 69 the reason why he does what he does, and I understand it, is because the views are there. Like, stop supporting bullshit. If he comes online or he released a new single, and I'm talking about the black community, 
if we don't check it out, they would be nowhere because black, like the, the black community is so powerful in regards to sports. We decide the new clothes to wear, what new sneakers is hot, what, what new TV shows is popping. Like networks, they have picked up on that. Like a lot of the black shows and the black content that get renewed or become popular mainstream-wise is due to black people, whether it be black Twitter or black social media. Like black, like our voices are so powerful, we cannot misuse them or have them belittled or taken advantage of by people who have a different agenda. Like so much of the bullshit and so much of the quote unquote fuck shit would be gone if we just stopped entertaining that. Like the black celebrities out there, the many who uplift and give so much positive energy, even if it's constructive criticism to the black community, let's uplift them. There's no reason why we have celebrities speaking out and they have 400,000 followers and they release a song and it, it, it debuts at number 99 on the charts, but then we have black celebrities out here who never speak out to help the black community at all, but then they release songs and the song is number one first week on the chart. There's no reason why that should happen if we use our voices properly. We all play a part in silencing black women. It's not just black men. It's not. I understand that is the narrative social media wants to push because they make it seem as if it's black and white. But there's a lot of gray areas involved. We all play a part in silencing black women. Everybody. So placing the blame game does nothing. Admit we are all guilty and move the fuck on so now we can begin to begin to better ourselves and become one and see ourselves in a positive light. Because black people, I don't care what the shade room and all these fucking bullshit that's pages help you believe. We are powerful. There are so many black celebrities out there, so many black regular quote-unquote civilians that do so much to uplift the black community. And I don't care if someone is a black man and they're, they're dating somebody white. If they have not spoken down on the black community, they matter. But then people like Kodak Black get supported. When Kodak Black said through video, I am black, so I cannot date black woman because my black and her black, it's going to make an ugly baby. He said this on camera. He called black woman ghetto, but then he released songs and black women are dancing and twerking to his shit. Stop supporting the fuck shit. Again, I stand by Meg Thee Stallion, man. I want Tory Lanez to go. I want this motherfucker to go to jail. I want him to go. But at this point, you are a victim. You have to go to the police and let them know or else charges will be dropped or he going to get some bullshit five to six month sentence with half the time off for like time served. Put this motherfucker in jail, man. Let him go. And Trey Songs, man, I see women coming out on YouTube, man. Anybody know me know I love me some Trey Songs. But if these accusations turn out to be true, we got to get this motherfucker out of here, too. Nobody is exempt. I don't care how much we love them. If they do some dumb shit, if they mistreat women, if they take, you know, the power that they have in the world and misuse it. Get these motherfuckers out of here. Get them out of here. I mean, it's not much else to do. Anyone, I don't care if you Trey Songs, Chris Brown, Drake, Barack Obama, if you show that you have a, a heavy platform, even if you don't, even if you are a regular civilian and you are and you are a black man and you do not respect 
appreciate, encourage, and uplift women, especially being a celebrity, then get these motherfuckers out of here. And I say that because not all, but a lot of women, they let celebrities speak for regular people. Like it could be 10 regular men who are not celebrities that go above and beyond to protect and care for black women. But then if someone who society loves, such as Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, for example, if he says, you know what, man, fuck black woman. Then because that one man said that what social media does is they say, oh, see, I told you black men hate us. Black men don't love us simply because a powerful figure who has a powerful voice make a comment such as that. Celebrities do not speak for every man. That is something I have been trying to get people to come to terms with and understand forever. I be tired, man, when I see black celebrities date, you know, white women. And it's so many black men out here, celebrity-wise, who have black women, who are married to black women for years, for decades. But because someone who is hot and popular right now decides, you know what, I'm going to date a white girl. Then you go, go to the comments. And what does about 95% of the comments say from women? See, I told you black men don't want us. Black men want white girls. What that celebrity does does not speak for everyone. And that is when I say celebrities have a powerful voice because when they say things, people, people attribute that to as if they are speaking for society as a whole when they are not. They are speaking for themselves. When Kodak Black said he can't date a black woman because they're black in their ghetto, he don't speak for me. But I've seen a lot of women use that and say, see, I told you black men don't want us. We are undervalued. Now, black women are undervalued. But when you, when you come across black men that play a massive part in speaking down upon you, especially those who have powerful voices, stop supporting them. I know it's easier said than done because I know some of y'all may say, you know, I don't agree with what Chris Brown did or I don't agree with um, with what Kodak said, but he released a song with Summer Walker and the song is fire. Who cares? Like I said, Drake don't support none of y'all. He don't give a fuck about you. He don't. But again, man, you know, when... Because the facts will come out in Trey Song's case. If the facts come out and Trey Song's is found, or he admits to, you know what, I did what I did, then get him out of here, man. Like, don't don't have this temporary type shit that everybody does. Oh, he canceled. Oh, he released a song with Drake. Ah, he back in he back in my my headphones. No. Keep the same energy. Keep it. And to end this off with Meg the Stallion. Again, Meg the Stallion is the victim. I don't care if she smacked Tory Lanez with the back of the car chair. She should not have been shot. But coming to social media, it helps no one. It may help you look great in the court of public opinion, but what does that do for your case? What does that do for making Tory Lanez pay for what he did, which is what you said? He shot you twice. Make him pay. Make him be held accountable. Making him 
be held accountable in the court of public opinion, it does nothing. Because like I said, he is not going to be canceled. He is going to be put on hold for now until he does something that the public loves again or he does something that people actually like. And, you know, dropping a song, dropping a hit single, that normally does the trick no matter what. So when the facts come out, and again, like Tory shot Meg the Stallion, man, because there's no way you're going to accuse me of shooting you and I don't release a statement and I don't speak up. What his team is doing, they see how unstable Meg is right now, and she has every right to be, but she should not be on social media. I said a couple episodes back that Meg the Stallion, you know, she was dealing with things internally. And a lot of y'all told me to shut the fuck up. How do you know what she dealing with? Because she said it out her own mouth. I am hurting. I am still not over losing my mom and my dad. So I associate myself with people who may not be or who may not have my best interest at heart. And by me doing this, I thought it would make me feel better. That is what she said out of her own mouth. But when I say things such as, you know, I think Meg Thee Stallion should take some time to relax and she'll find herself. I'm tired of y'all women hitting me up. Shut the fuck up. It's like, I cannot be the only one who cares about these celebrities' well-beings. Because some of y'all tell me to shut up and then when Meg Thee Stallion, God forbid, overdoses on pills tonight, some of you going to say, why would she do that? Because y'all don't give a fuck about her. Again, to end this shit, she is the victim. And I hope she I hope she has a great team and that she from at least from now continuing on goes about this in a way in which Tory Lanez can pay for what he did. Don't let him off by sticking to this black narrative that, you know, I didn't go to the police because I'm from the hood. We don't care right now. That does nothing. Looking great in the public eye is going to do nothing for your case. If this man shot you when you were in a bikini, I don't care what he comes out and say. Throw this motherfucker under under the fucking jail, man. Throw him under the jail. This is John A. Schultz signing out again next week. I will not release the episode. I'm sure a lot of y'all going and jumping my DM. This is Lunchroom Chatterpard. On Instagram, and I don't mean the good jumping in my DMs either. I mean, I know some of y'all going to let me have it because some of y'all don't really comprehend or understand what I'm saying and understand that I am on your side. But I am just saying that we are all guilty, myself included.